Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you've been enjoying our live episodes, why not come see a live recording of Drunk Women Solving Crime? Our next shows of 2019 are at the Pleasance Theatre London on Sunday, February 24th, with guests Helen Lederer and Beck Hill, and Thursday, April 25th, with Desiree Birch and Zoe Lyons. Tickets available at pleasance.co.uk. We also have a special show at the Vault Festival for International Women's Day on Friday, March 8th, with YouTube star, sex educator, and author Hannah. Witten, with 100% of the proceeds going to Child.org's Team Mum campaign. You can find more info and buy tickets at vaultfestival.com. Hello, hello. How is everyone? Guys, Becca's come on. She's not supposed to be on yet. Beck, fuck off. <laughs> wow. I knew it. <laughs> we were sitting back there and she's like, I really like the show. And I'm like, you're trying to take no, it over, Becca. my Beck. fault. I was so busy going, oh, we're going to both come out that side. I didn't even think about Katie. it. Show business. That's completely on me. I'm Seamless so sorry. Seamless <laughs> We've already had two bottles of Prosecco. <laughs> hello. Welcome to the fifth live edition of Drunk Women Solving Crime. <laughs> this is Drunk Women Solving Crime. This is where Kashasa meets conspiracy, where El Tesoro meets espionage. It's where Sambuca meets Son of Sam. It's a true crime podcast with a twist. Of life! Oh, I got a real kick out of that. (laughs) I feel like we forced it, though. Doesn't it feel like... (laughs) It's like the part in Mean Girls where they're like, stop trying to make fetch happen. (laughs) I'm that guy. Right. um, Oh, it's just nice to be out of the sun, isn't it? (laughs) Today... That's how long I've lived... That's how long I've lived in Britain. You have made me hate the sun. I am angry at the sun. At first, it's great. A day like today, you're basking in it. And then, like, after a while, you're just like, all right, mate. Like, we get it. You're the source of all life. Just dial it down. No? (laughs) I scared you with the sun thing, didn't I? It was just too far. It was just too far. Don't don't put down the sun. We've been donated some very nice Prosecco. It's called The Emissary. 
How beautiful is that bottle? Mm. <laughs> Very nice. The emissary, uh, we're really excited to try it, actually, uh, because I spoke to the guy who started this company, and I found out this interesting fact that the best Prosecco in Italy, the Italians keep it for themselves. They're just sending us the bad stuff, and we're none the wiser. We're just going like, this is great. This is amazing. So we're hoping that this is like oh, a taste of real Italy. <laughs> <laughs> It will be. It will be. Okay. Good stuff. Pop it open. Right. Uh, without further ado, you will then. not believe oh. who we've got back there. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to rock your socks off. The reveal is so, so big. Oh, one more thing. Just a bit of admin. because We felt really wanky asking this on the last episode, but it, it seems to help. The, the thing that helps podcasts survive and be noticed so much is to review us on whatever podcast platform you you listen to maybe uh, not this first bit but um, (laughs) 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 it was the sun stuff i mean i wasn't it's it's my fault why not (laughs) why not go on itunes and review the sun (laughs) i give it two stars All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. (laughs) Without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest who needs no introduction, but I'll give her one anyway. Um, Please welcome the very talented comedian, writer, presenter, and chart flipper, flipper. (laughs) Beck Hill. Welcome back, Beck. I'm so sorry. Oh, my fault. No, I enjoyed it. I, I like to get an idea of, of who I'm talking at before it begins. All shows, I come out before it starts, just get a little look at them, then run back. I want to know what I'm dealing with. You're welcome anytime. Anytime. Uh, Beck, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I ha- I've been the victim of a double crime. Ooh. Yeah. So the first crime was a, a very common one, and one that I'm, any long-time listeners will be aware of is uh, being mugged. A very common one. Um, but and I dealt with it in. Uh, it was the first time I'd been mugged. Uh, in fact, the only time I've been mugged properly. And <laughs> properly. I like, you really good I, job. Usually <laughs> <laughs> a magician. <laughs> I had a watch. Oh, but I was so amazed. Just take it. Um, That's not when you want to insult somebody either. Like, you call this a mugging? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Take it. You need it. Take it. Um, no, and I, I um, uh, so the way I reacted was um, poorly. I panicked and uh, when they when they asked me what I had on me, yeah. I pretended to be deaf. And wow! Which is yeah, which is really really poor behaviour. I understand. Oh my god! And <laughs> and um, That's amazing. wow, what a yeah. gambit! I mean, a safe space is a podcast to tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. And so I um and then I I uh, I got I I ended up getting. So they worked out that I wasn't... How did they work out? Or did you give yourself away? Because I had an iPod on. <laughs> oh, my God. And they were like, no, that's not, you're not, you got an iPod. We'll have Whoa. that as well. And they took that. And I felt really, I felt not... <laughs> what a snarky mugger. And I felt not only like oh. horrified that I'd be mugged, but I felt like ashamed of how I'd reacted. Oh. And then like a sort of poetic justice that I'd immediately been like, because if you are going to do that, then you deserve to be punished. And I was. Well, and so, but you react in the moment, though. Yeah. It's, it's like how some animals pretend to be dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they'll still mind me if I'm dead. Maybe. <laughs> if I confuse them. And so I ended up turning it into a bit of material, which I, um, uh, which was sort of a, a lengthy type story that I would tell at clubs and stuff. And it was one of my favourite bits of material to tell because it's so it's such a shame moment for me. And very much the joke is on me the whole time. Sure. I'm never, like, trying to punch down or anything. With my comedy, I was always like, this is something I did and it went terribly wrong. Yeah. And then the second crime happened when... And you found they, out you were racist. And I found out. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go and get therapy. Um, no, I, um, the second crime happened when... 
another comedian started telling a story Ooh. with the exact <gasps> same premise. No. But it wasn't a mugging. In their story, it was like a way of getting out of an awkward oh my moment. God. But then it like it went down the same path where they like pretended to be deaf wow. and then they get caught because they're wearing headphones. Wait, are they sat here? No. Okay. No, 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 no. We've all done stand up. Um, I'm not going to name him. We can edit him, it out. But I'm going to reveal the gender. Name and yeah. um, And so, and then I found out because a friend of mine, another comic, had heard this other guy telling wow. the bit. And uh, and he said, you know, um, this this comic started telling a bit that's just like yours. Wow. And I went, oh. And he said, I'll have a word with him. And I was like, thanks, mate. Because I don't really gig with the other comic that much. Okay. Or like I know him from around the circuit. Sure. But I, I, I'm very rarely with him and uh and so he's like i have a word with him and apparently he said oh you you know that's a really similar to also that other comic has definitely seen me do that yeah bit. Like, that was the one thing where okay. i was like you've when when he first um sort of uh, appeared on the london scene yeah he like definitely saw me tell that story yeah and so um yeah so the other comic told him and was like hey you're um you know that Beck Hill has a bit just like that yeah and uh and he went uh, like he sort of got really defensive, like, uh-huh. oh, oh, yeah, but it's different. Or like just uh-huh. did, just sort of fobbed him off. Right. And then... A lot of people pretend to be deaf when they're <laughs> in yeah, 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 yeah. It's a and universal like, thing. I don't think the other... I, I genuinely don't think the other comics stole it on purpose. Like I, I think he did that thing that mm. a lot of comics do where you're writing a bit and then you think, what would be a good ending to this? Mm. And, and it pops into that, your head. Right. And I reckon he forgot that that but, felt mm, perfect he'd because it's it. something that happened to me <laughs> that right. he'd heard me tell. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, but he kept doing the bit. And wow. so I was like. Oh, really? Yeah, because I found, because other, com- I didn't know, but other comics occasionally would message me and go like, did you know that this guy's oh, doing wow. a bit? And I was like, oh. And so I thought I'll wait until, because I, I didn't know him well enough to be like, just message him out of the blue and be like, hey, mate. I just did in my material. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you so didn't I hear. Like, I'll it. wait until we're on the same. If we're really seeing this room. <laughs> I was like, I'll wait till you're on the same. I'll wait till he's on the same bill. Um, hi, like, this is Beck. What? <laughs> it's like, if you are on the same bill, who goes first? Because then if you both want to do that material, the second one. Well, I thought I'd like... tell him in advance. Oh, and then okay. I thought because I'd be really like. I'd be because this is how long I've been in Britain for. I was like, I'll be super passive aggressive. <laughs> so I'll be like, if we're on the same bill, I'll be like, uh, hey mate. So um, just so you know, I'm gonna tell my story where it ends in the same way. So if you're gonna do that, maybe don't. Oh like, wow. <laughs> but then the problem is, is before that ever happened, he got. Do you remember John Bishop had a TV show? Yeah. Mm. He ended up doing that TV show. <gasps> no. And he told the story. No. We can work out who it is. <laughs> And then yeah. and I'm then do that in the I did a couple oh of gigs God. where I, in fact, I had a DVD that I'd recorded around <gasps> the same time and that story was on the DVD <gasps> and someone messaged me after watching the DVD and went, just so you know, oh, this comic no. has a really similar bit. <laughs> oh, and I went, yeah, I know. I know <laughs> that that comic has a similar bit because it's mine. Um, so oh yeah, my God. So that's the second crime. Is that a joke? Stolen? That's outrageous. But do you know what? Do you know what? I reckon if you find out, if you get told that you've accidentally stolen something yeah. and you don't change it, that means you're not capable of writing something better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop, don't, because they're the players. No, no, I won't. <laughs> yeah, in my head, I was like, you ha- I stopped, so I stopped doing the joke. And I was like, he can have it. I, oh, I can write man. better stuff. I'm better than that. I'm a good comic. I'm a good writer. Oh yeah. Yes. Thank you. Oh man, that's outrageous. I remember when I first started stand up, uh, I got an email from a comic saying you've stolen my joke. And he told me what the joke was, and my response just had to be, "Oh, I I stole that from Tim Vine." <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even you. I know I stole it, but <laughs> Is this not the done thing? Did not realize. Did not realize. The injustice. I know we it's my to best set. Like yeah. move on, but the injustice is really annoying me about that because it's like that. Like, what could we have done? Could have happened different. Like, if you'd have could have been locked down sooner, and he could have. If everyone had said, "Um, mate, everyone thinks you're copying back here," would he have? Could he have been pressured into stopping, or was that always going to be stolen and end up on TV and then popularized and then taken out of your? Well, I don't think like, it, the, the thing is it wasn't popularized so much that everyone here was like, oh, yeah, I know that bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, clearly it's not so great that everyone... So it's fine, it's fine. If it had been like... If it had taken a flip chart that I'd made, <laughs> then I'd be like, oh, okay, now we've got to have a chat. Yeah. yeah. All uh, right. 
I think that answered the question, what would you do if they were here? Yeah, like, what would you say to You've them? You've kind of come to your own resolve. Do, but would you know if you want to add something physical to I, it, though, this is the time. If they were here, I wouldn't have told the story. <laughs> 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 I would have just been like, I would have just thought of a different story to tell. Mm. But what I'm because they're not here, I'm really hoping it gets back to them. <laughs> I mean, oh, nice. I'm going to find out who it is. That's I'm how British yeah. I am. That's how British I am now. I've totally assimilated, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much for sharing that slice of what it's like to yeah. be a woman in comedy. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I was about to drink my microphone. Oh, that is. Fuck's sake. That is. See, that's what the sun will do to you. <laughs> God, I wish somebody would steal my material. I could use the self-esteem. Okay. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> It's a bad sign when you're jealous of somebody's crime. Okay, <laughs> it's time for some true crime. Let's solve some true crime. Here's where it begins. Police are called to the home of the Palasson family who are deeply concerned about a belligerent visitor who refuses to leave. Mm. Police arrive on the scene and begin to interview the male suspect asking, firstly, who are you, what do you want? No response. Do you want money? What do you think the response was to that question? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Okay. Just for Just dramatic for variety. <laughs> Just for variety. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe. Yep. Yep. The answer was no. Hey. Is anyone scoring this? And then <laughs> this is a scored pod kind of drunk. We can do. I ask yeah. that as if I haven't listened to all the previous episodes, but, <laughs> and, uh, but I think now is the time to start scoring. Yeah. Yeah. One nil Beckhill. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was good. Okay. That was good. Oh, I'm going to score it. This is going to be fun. I'm out now. I'm just a scorer. <laughs> the next question that the police asked was, "Do you want a job?" What the fuck? I know. Right, so the police are like, right, you've been asked this to leave a property. Mm -hmm. You don't want money. Mm -hmm. We want to hire you. Do you want a job? <laughs> that doesn't... I don't know. It doesn't add up, but this is all in transcripts. So I sort of paused on that one. Like, hey, you're great at harassing people. You would be a real asset <laughs> to the police force. <laughs> when you put it Join us. I don't know. And then um, the next question was, well, then who are you and what is it that you want, man? And the suspect replies, nothing. I am not a man. Ooh. He was a ghost. Yeah. Then he disappeared. Mm. Oh, I was right. Great. Beck Hill too. <laughs> Drunk women nil. <laughs> I'm genuinely out. This is this is me now. <laughs> you're, not, you're not helping us. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> Taylor knows, so it's just me versus Beck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hannah George on the rhymes. <laughs> So, detectives, this unwanted visitor cannot be seen. Where is the voice coming from? What? Hint, it's in the kitchen. Is it an Amazon Echo? <laughs> <laughs> Here we haven't guessed the year. <gasps> you stole my joke! Yay! Oh! <laughs> oh, this is a big night. Hannah George won. Beck Hill too. Still gonna make the joke, and it's gonna get it's gonna get the same responses as the Sun comments. <laughs> so it was this voice. It was just a voice. The person could not be seen. It was a male voice. Where was the voice coming from in the kitchen? The where? A parrot. A parrot. <laughs> That's ah, a good guess. Oh, that is a good guess. That is good. Well, it was. Let's see. They said, "Do you want a job?" So that was it. Like. From under the sink or something. Oh, that's a like good guess. Outside the window. <laughs> Somebody was in the <laughs> That's garden. a good logical guess. Were they yep. stuck in a in a duct? Ooh. You're getting very close. <gasps> Ooh. Beck Hill. Okay. Um <laughs> Wait, so he's is he above is he in the ceiling? <laughs> I mean any answer is his Logical is the real one. Um, is it, you've gotten pretty close. The voice was coming from a chimney that is co oh. connected to a stove. What is a chimney if not a duct? Exactly. <laughs> that's got to be free. Oh, my God, that's your next Edinburgh show. <laughs> uh, guys, this is the case of the talking stove. Um, LAUGHTER 
I like that you said that before we, f- like, after we found out it's a chimney, because we're like, well, that's dumb. But beforehand, we would have been like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I did that in the wrong order. Thanks. I like I like uh, constructive criticism. Mm. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Seco is really good, by the way. Yeah. yeah, they should definitely find me on Twitter. <laughs> I'll make sure they do. Mm, misery, amazing stuff, great times. Yeah, yeah definitely. Thumbs up. Yeah. Okay, so where are we and when are we? Any guesses? The only clue I've given perhaps is uh, the name of the family, Palazon, and the fact that there's a voice from a stove and everybody's mm-hmm. fallen for it. What's oh, it? that sounded like whatever we say is like, and they're dumb. <laughs> forget, that's not what I mean. Just the time period. Just mean the time period. <laughs> I feel like it's around the same time as Mary Poppins because that was when people needed jobs and there was chimneys. <laughs> <laughs> when was is Mary Is it Dick Poppins? Van Dyke? Is the criminal Dick Van Dyke? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Did the voice have a really bad Cockney accent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, only recently found out he's not Cockney. Genuinely, from what oh, really? I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Because was it diagnosis murder?" That yeah, he was like, and I was like, "Oh, it's weird oh. how he went over to the states and did that show." <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, I love you. That's but, adorable. That's awesome. And this is a bit of material in case anyone's like, "Well," but like, <laughs> genuinely, I did think that Stephen Hawking was American because of his accent. So I'm not. <laughs> Well, that'll, that'll be on the John Bishop show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So any guesses about the, the country? Italy. Okay, is it Italy? No. Oh. What Ooh. was the name again, sorry? Palazon. UK. Paris. Ooh. Well, like, Paris is advances? in France. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Spain. Oh, it was in the town of Zaragoza, Spain, and you're going to hear a lot of shitty Spanish accent from me tonight. <laughs> Get ready. What year do you think this is? Like Mary Poppins, I guess. Like 1940. I don't know when Mary Poppins well, was. She was, was, she was in the Suffragettes, suffragettes wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. When was that? Turn of the when did things oh, finally right. get great for women? Late, late, Victor- <laughs> late Victorian, right? 1920s, I think. Mm, We're feminists, no. guys. <laughs> when the fuck was the Suffragettes? When did that 20s. Happen? 1910. It was earlier. If like Lady in the audience won. <laughs> really going to carry on with this, guys. <laughs> so like 1910, that's what the lady said. <laughs> I feel <laughs> weird calling people lady. Like I'm a yeah, child. Any other guesses? 1800s. Okay. Late 1800s. Okay. Um, so far, a lady in the audience is closest. Well done. Yeah. Um, 1934. Um, mm. The incidents actually began on September 27th, 1934, in the second floor home of the Palazzone family, who lived in an apartment building with many units. The voice was male and seemed to come through the stove and the walls of the kitchen, screaming, laughing, and talking. And it seemed to have a particular obsession with the family maid, Pasquala. Okay, it's a neighbor pranking them. Is it Father Christmas? Are we all thinking that? <laughs> We're like, it's definitely Santa has like got stuck. <laughs> the Drug voice Santa solving <laughs> <laughs> The voice would call her name and then laugh maniacally. Oh, an ex. It's an ex. Yes. I know. <laughs> a thousand percent. Jilted lover. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love how quickly you're just like, you're solving it. It's good. They were not so quick in this town in 1934. Um, This is where I was going to insert the like, doesn't this feel like the world's first Alexa? And (laughs) (laughs) Just sort of delivery, I think. Yeah. It's kind of the confidence (laughs) delivery. We're sorry. We're working on some glitches. Sorry she's harassing you. Okay. Upon being... <laughs> I mean, she does love... Oh, this night. is the, like, feel bad for me episode. I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's been. I don't know what she's talking about. It's been a long time ago. <laughs> okay. So, upon first being harassed by the voice, a terrified Pasquala woke up Mrs. Palazon to tell her... But it didn't just target Pasquala. The voice would tease people in the room and seem to know who was in there at any given time. It's like someone's little brother doing this. (laughs) Neighbors would come in to help, or presumably just to see what was up, and the voice would speak directly to them as well. Word quickly spread, and soon a theory was forming in the neighborhood about what was causing this. What do you think the theory was? 
Yeah, I think we'll back sound. Yeah, spirits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It could be a two-man job. There's somebody like clocking. Oh, that person's gone in, and then the voice. Well, they do on the walkie-talkie. Yeah, well, right. what? Like, well, what? for the people in the neighborhood, it was Strange. very much a supernatural belief. Like, so the first rumors that went around is that it was something called a duende in the chimney. So that roughly translates to goblin. Um, and it's, <laughs> I love when something <laughs> roughly that translates. Sounds like, a, sounds like a lead into a bad porn. Like, <laughs> I've heard you've got a goblin in your chimney. <laughs> Better get it out, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I've never seen a porn. <laughs> I've seen loads and that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> does happen but you have been to the gynecologist so <laughs> that's exactly what they said yeah <laughs> i mean i only have the one child but that's sort of how it went <laughs> there's probably a there's probably we a gotta pl- get that goblin out of there <laughs> and now she's five <laughs> there's gotta be Whoa. a pun with like goblin and gobbling yeah. <laughs> oh, for the porn? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bring pun, it up, pun back porn. down. <laughs> wow, of all the ways I thought that a history of Latin American folklore was going to go, <laughs> it was not this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Um, so, duendes, I'm, mm. I, do you think I'm saying that right? Duende. Duende. Yep. Rico suave. That's confident. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. So, duendes can be, they can be benign, they can be malevolent. Uh, which one do you think they thought this it was? It still sounds like a smear test. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had the malevolent one. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Not good. Due to NHS cuts, duendes are being cut back to every two years. <laughs> <laughs> I well malevolent but it's only really laughing and then insulting everyone it's not like mm. saying and it's, it's a 1934 devil. that's how you flirt with a woman you know so they chalked up to innocent demon not yeah. not evil demon didn't no one check in the fucking chimney yeah like they were all like oh, I just don't get that like they're like it's probably a bloke in the chimney isn't it probably <laughs> I mean yeah no one's gonna get an axe and, and whenever check. we make whenever we make like food in the stove he coughs a lot. <laughs> yeah, more salt, more garlic. Burn in the fucking <laughs> chimney. Oh, I'm actually vegan now. Could you leave out the? Uh, the meat? Asphyxiation. Yeah. Back so this was not. <laughs> <laughs> I do kids comedy as well, just in case anyone's looking to book me. <laughs> Who likes goblins? <laughs> It sounds like Goblin. <laughs> Sorry. Just, just some material that you could try. <laughs> We're just all trying to get material stolen now so it can make it to TV. Goblin. Right. 
Um, they thought it was malevolent. Um, oh. It was rude. It was ill-mannered. <laughs> and at one point, threatened to kill everyone in the room. Wow. Yeah. I what? kind of fancy this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm like, chimney guy is... Mm. <laughs> chimney guy. Yeah. <laughs> rude chimney guys. Yeah. Well, we don't know how they treated him. That's the other thing. Were they polite to Chimney Guy? Did they put him in there in the first place? They, oh, yeah. The untold story. <gasps> oh, that's so dark. We don't know what that voice is. And it's like the uncle nobody wanted. Uh, I'm just going to write that down for next Christmas. Okay. Um, <laughs> Right, so this is what, it, rumors flew across the neighborhood, but what theory did the police have about what was going on? Did they check the oh, stove? There a like, why didn't they check the stove? They did check the stove. What did would the theory be with a chimney that is shared between several units of apartments? Someone is getting in from another apartment. Mm. Oh, is somebody arguing upstairs? Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> that, that was my first guess. One point to Katie. <laughs> yeah, you were. I mean, it's like it's, it's, I've done it three you times. You were on now. top of it's that. Like, <laughs> I knew that when we were still talking about ducks. Yeah, ducks. yeah. That was the first theory that it was that it was picking up sound from elsewhere in the building um, because this chimney was connected to other units. The problem was. Um, so it went all the way up to the roof, but this particular building was higher than any other building and it was really inaccessible. So the idea that somebody was on the roof speaking into it wasn't really uh, plausible. Um, they did investigate around, they looked inside, they went to neighbors' houses, could not find anything. The um, secret panel was hidden from them, that's why. I don't know. There was a similar case in North Carolina that they referred to where a talking chimney was reported. <laughs> Well, now it's gone very Harry Potter. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we just live in such a dull time, <laughs> don't we? We'll never see a talking chimney. My daughter will never see it. <laughs> Unless I make it happen. <laughs> yeah, fuck Elf on the Shelf. I'm doing this next year. <laughs> oh my God. If it makes you feel Hey, better. baby, are you using your manners every time? <laughs> Maybe if it I'll makes get you a feel toy. Better. The flats in London are so, the walls and ceilings are so thin that you can still get the effect of someone talking in yeah, your flat. That's Just true. from life. <laughs> it's yeah. great for loneliness, isn't My it? My upstairs neighbour opened a window the other night and just yelled out, Full moon! <laughs> I had to stop my episode of Catfish. So distracted. Oh, <laughs> I like anyone who does that, though. Like, I want to bring her soup. It's <laughs> adorable. Okay. People need to know. People. <laughs> no other way to find out. She's the town crier. Oh, that's adorable. So there was a similar case in North Carolina where a talking chimney was reported, but it was quickly determined to be a hoax because it was simply picking up the sounds of family quarrels, church music, workshop noise through echoes in the sewage system. However, <laughs> this one, what was baffling the investigators is that it could answer questions directly and it knew who was in the room at any <laughs> given time. Yeah. Um, so a huge police investigation is launched. The media stories go crazy, especially the London Times, who picked up on the story and reported on it almost daily, which is why we have as much information about it as we do. Um, a team of builders and architects are brought in to investigate, and at one point they're speculating about the width of the chimney. So they're in the kitchen, they're going, oh, I wonder, I wonder why that is. Back to the porn. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say that, like, these days I've really felt like news outlets scrape the bottom of the barrel to try and find news <laughs> that isn't news in order to distract us from what's happening. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is so, such a shame. This has become like where society seems to be going. Yeah. And yet when you're like, oh, the London Times sent someone over to go investigate a ghost <laughs> in a chimney. <laughs> and they reported it on it daily yeah. in a time where the internet wasn't a thing. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, I think this has been around a lot longer than I'm allowing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. It they were the buzzfeed of their day. Yeah. <laughs> What chimney so goes to you? 
So true. <laughs> so at one point, all of these builders and architects are in the kitchen and they're speculating, what is the width of this chimney? And they're about to go measure it. And the voice says, you needn't bother, it's six inches. <laughs> it's the porno again. <laughs> yes. Wah, at wah, least. Wah, wah. <laughs> you have seen a porno. Chica, chica, wah, wah. <laughs> you know all the good music. <laughs> At least it's an honest porno. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's six inches. It's five and a half okay. to six. Fair and a half. <laughs> I just said fair and a half. It's half a Subway sandwich. Come on, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but it's half a Subway sandwich. Yes. That's a really good point. <laughs> So despite- oh, but that also means like I was just thinking about penises, but like <laughs> it also means that the chimney was real small, right? That's what I mean. I'd love to have the waste yeah. of a subway sandwich. Like if there was someone but- hiding in that chimney, they can't eat a sandwich. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and one this, or the other. This is why yeah. they're baffled. It is not a human. Did they all take it as round as well? They'd be like, well, the guy's spoken. <laughs> See, yeah, six inches. Like no, they measured it, and it was exactly six inches. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so he's not physically in the chimney. No, impossible. Talking through a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sandwich is now part of the investigation. <laughs> Despite weeks of investigation, they cannot find the cause of this sound. What do they do next to determine determine the cause? <laughs> I just, I'm a really big fan of this guy. He's such a cunt, isn't he? <laughs> He's just like, like of all yeah. the things to do, yeah. like 934, you're like a bit bored. You're like, oh, you're the twat or something. Like, that's essentially what he's doing. And the maid would get it. It's like the original troll. He is the original. Oh my God, it's yeah. trolling. 1934 trolling. Yeah. Oh, wow. Roughly you... translates to troll. Yeah. yeah. I don't oh, know if good. you've ever seen uh, the film Troll 2. <laughs> yes, Neil Bog. But it's entirely goblins. <laughs> what? <laughs> no trolls at all. That's just a little fact. <laughs> wow, trolls two, and people, trolls two people this, have seen Troll too. This That's is amazing. all coming together now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so what you would want to do is rule out the possibility that anyone is coming and going from the building. So they evacuate the entire building. They put a 30-meter perimeter around it to monitor anyone coming and going. And still, the voice speaks <laughs> incessantly. And still answers all their questions correctly. Wait, is it a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like, if there's no one listening to a podcast, does it exist? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> and then one day it stops oh. eager to restore order the governor declares it an anomaly and everyone moves back in is the voice gone no, no. he's yeah. fucking with him one day the voice yells out again cowards 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 i'm right here i'm coming for you you're so in love <laughs> i just I just can't work. It's like Jonathan fucking Creek. I cannot work out yeah. what's happening. Bring in Alan Davies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the reveal. So, oh, it's the pal- be a good magician sleight of hand reason for it. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Lower your expectations. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Palisans have had enough and they leave. They move out of town. Uh, and again, the governor wants the case resolved, so he pins the crime on someone. Who? <gasps> oh. Is it the maid? Is it like low self-esteem? Oh no! Oh. Is that, but it oh. was a male voice. It's Hannah's a- really hot. I can do it. <laughs> Hannah looks good today. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. That's something like me in the mirror in the morning. They pinned it on the maid. They pin it on That's Pasquale. Insane. What? It kind of makes sense, though, because she knows when everyone's in the kitchen. She knows shit about people. She knows her inches. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> I don't know what maids do. Who, but know, who knows about inches the, but a maid? What's the evidence that it's her? There is no evidence. Is um, she not a working class woman? They'll just, oh, like, yeah, right. be like, who can we pin it on? Oh, that fun old in, class system. In the end, she isn't convicted of a crime because the governor decides that the voice was a result of unconscious ventriloquism. <gasps> Which is your other next Edinburgh show, Back Hill. 
You know when like as an adult, you remember when you're a kid and you tried something for the first time and an adult was like, you're really good at that, you're a natural and you feel like, <gasps> and then as an adult that never happens anymore and you're constantly like, I'll go to a wine tasting, maybe I'm amazing. Like you just, <laughs> you just, ho- or you just spend your adulthood waiting for people to tell you you're amazing Recreate at something. That. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like maybe with her at some point they're like, you probably don't know this, but you're an amazing ventriloquist and you don't even try. <laughs> She's like, wow! Well, thank you very much. I would kill to be told I have a talent by the police that I was unaware of. <laughs> so yeah. the case takes, <laughs> takes an even more mysterious uh, turn. And I tried to find out more about unconscious ventriloquism. It is linked with Freudian analysis. Um, Freud died in 1939, so it's possible that this governor had a little thing for Freud and just sort of pulled this out like, yeah, I was unconscious. Had a little thing for Freud. Had a little thing for Freud. (laughs) Back to the porn. (laughs) Bit of a slip. Oh, God, Freudian porn would be... (sighs) Niche. That's not actually a bad idea. (laughs) Would it be the opposite? Would it be like, just like loads of people like going in saying the right thing (laughs) instead of like being all sexual? So it would be like, people fucking their mum. I came into well, but, but, but is it because porn is meant to be sexual? So would it be like I've come to fix your plumbing, but then they literally fix the plumbing, <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, I really love my mum. She's Aww. great." <laughs> <laughs> I think I would get off on like someone coming around and fixing stuff. <laughs> Very nice. Carry on. You know inches. <laughs> Do you want to have a penis? Freudian musical. Okay. I would go and see that in Edinburgh, Freudian the Musical. (laughs) Yes, Freudian the Musical. What is a chimney if not a duct? (laughs) (laughs) An unconscious ventriloquism. Unconscious ventriloquism. Triple bill. All the nominees for the (laughs) award this year. (laughs) So the slightly unsatisfying conclusion of this porn, (laughs) I mean this case, Pasquala (laughs) basically runs away back to her village because now she's been slandered effectively. Nobody wants to hire her. Um, The family have gone. The building is demolished in 1977. (gasps) Wow. But the new building still bears the title Edificio Duende or the Goblin Building. No. Is David Bowie there? milking it now. (laughs) To have a, a place demolished in the UK you have to have killed a lot of kids. Like, but like genuinely like Fred and Rose's house, that's not there. Like, for this it just has to be like oh there was maybe a goblin that was probably a guy what do we think it got hushed up but what do you think what who was doing this what was it i think it was like an, i think you, you, are you sticking with x i, I think it was I'm the governor with x but also i'm gonna go with like x oh what was that i think it was the governor oh my god oh. why think, why though what's okay. his motive so he has a thing for the maid she won't go out with him so he's does a whole operation to get her in trouble. <laughs> that is nagging to the extreme. <laughs> like digs a whole oh. tube under the city, okay, like back he, up through the he's, chimney. He's in on it. You think he's in on I'm it? I'm going to assume that there was like a butler or someone who worked there and yeah. was was didn't get up, mm. did, wanted to be with the maid, yeah. wasn't. And then I reckon... I still reckon there's a ceiling element involved. I keep thinking, yeah. of, what's that film with the Daddy uh, Daddy Boyle, Boyle did with the looking through the ceiling? Shallow graves. Shallow grave. That's what I think it is. Shallow grave. <laughs> <laughs> Solved. Next. Why did Why did the given Why did the governor <laughs> give a shit? Like, why did he care? Because it was causing mass hysteria across. Why was it? It's just well, he was getting press in the UK in the Times every day. He was looking like a dick that he couldn't control his town's ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone like? I don't want to like. I don't want to be the guy to open this up to the audience. But if anyone's got a legitimate idea, really quickly about what they think this the fuck it could have been. I ain't afraid of no duende. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone got an idea? In the walls, so he wasn't in the chimney. Well, because a lot of old buildings had like maid and butler passageways in the walls, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, like that. But then I'm pretty sure the police would have checked that. They'd be like, yeah, there's a maid and butler passageway. Is there, does it involve string and tin cans? (laughs) Well, it's like, it's a cold case now, right? It's a cold case. Oh, what? Oh, there's no. I didn't sign up for this. (laughs) 
We need closure. I didn't know we had to literally solve this crime. <laughs> Did I call it the story of the talking stove? I meant the mystery of oh. the talking stove. Oh, if this happened on Jonathan Creek when I was a kid, I would have lost my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, it was the monkey, the monkey with the thing and the, the envelope. You and could stuff. Yeah, Jonathan I think Creek we need way. to we need to move on to our audience crime. Oh, okay, but okay. Um, I guess in conclusion, it was a two man job. Some things just can't be solved. Some six inch things are a two man job. <laughs> <laughs> we saw it. Yeah. We've got an audience crime now. Jack has written in. Do we have a Jack? Hi, Jack. Hey. Jack, would you mind coming up and reading your crime? Ooh, do you want to use so my much. microphone, Jack? I'm very. I'm the furthest person away, so... <laughs> I've never seen a plant in a show before, but, Jack, you look at every bit of a plant. <laughs> look at you. He's got a lovely skivvy on. What are they, what are they called? Turtlenecks here? Turtleneck? Yep. Oh, he's very well-dressed. Jack, are you a plant? I will pull up the fucking email if you don't believe us back. <laughs> Jack emailed and said, you booked... In fact, I even wrote down, because I was impressed how early you booked the show. February 15th, 2019. If you want to be Jack, Jack is an out of work early. actor trying to add to his CV. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go for it, Jack. Cool. Um, Solved. Right. <laughs> no pressure, Jack. Um, so also, what didn't you see in the email that you brought a date here? You're on a date. Is it no, a no. first date? No. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, and your good. date. Your date is as good looking as you. You're the yeah, most yeah, good looking yeah. couple I've ever seen. <laughs> I've, I'm writing a porn. I don't know if you guys want to be on it. <laughs> no goblins, please. Okay, go for it. Cool. Um, so during my school years, uh, me and my two friends used to play pranks on each other all the time, um, mostly because we were bored at school and needed something to do. That was mostly quite harmless. And then one day, I think like 2007, we were driving to my friends. I was driving the car. We had to stop to go and get some snacks and a few drinks. Um, we weren't planning to drink drive. It was fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> <put> in there. <laughs> I ran inside to go and get some supplies. When I came out, they both stood outside the car, kind of like grinning to themselves, trying to look not too shifty. <laughs> I got back in the car, turned it on, and the music started blasting out really loud. So, obviously, whilst I'd been inside, one of them had turned the music up full blast. Seamlessly fine, but it blew my speakers in my car. Yeah, yeah. So, hence it being a, a, more of a crime. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm putting down some. Um, I asked them both who was it. They both denied it. Both of them were in the back seat of the car when I got out, so it could have been either of them. One of them thought it was hilarious that I had like a mini pat like heart attack in the car when it happened, <laughs> um, and the other one was a bit more concerned. So who would you put it down as? Oh wait, what, and didn't you have ear damage? Sorry, yeah, just like, because like, I like bust it blew his eardrum. Didn't blow it. It just like ruptured a little bit. It ruptured his oh, eardrum. But that, that increases your chance of tinnitus when you're older. Yeah. yeah. I convict I both of your friends of being assholes. And then I, might, I might try to pretend to be you to get out of a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. You can have that one. Just def, def one ear. Hi, I'm Jack. I'm a podcast fan. Wait so, wait, so do we think it was the one that thought it was funny or the one that was upset? Yeah. I think it was a ghost. Oh. If there's anything with life. <laughs> Goblin in the dashboard. Yeah, yeah ghost in the dashboard. I've watched I, that manga. It's very good. Like, so <laughs> the, one, the one that was concerned, was it out of character for him to be concerned? Would he normally have found it funny? Was it suspicious that he was concerned? Yeah, um, I guess it was. He would have found it funny Okay, as well. it's him. <laughs> <laughs> so, mic drop. I agree. I agree with, with Katie. What, were you what was the tune? I think it was Muse. <laughs> oh, good choice. So the, Do you know which song? Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. This, this, this has become less about drunk women solving crime and more drunk Beck trying to make a friend. <laughs> Jack, where do you live? Uh, we can Bellamy, hello. <laughs> um, I don't want to go deaf to Muse. I would like, have that is the worst way. at the time, but it happened in one ear. <laughs> Muse has choice. split the room. Half the people are like, yeah, Muse. And half the people are like, oh, Muse. So that's how music half is. Half the people I'm are sorry. like, well, you should be deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I freaking love Muse. You know what else splits the room? The sun, Jack. The sun. <laughs> Jack, thank you so much for sharing your crime. Yay, Jack! I think... Is it this Whee! one? Is it this oh, one? Yeah. <laughs> I think the important question is, are you still friends with these people? Uh, one of them. Okay, well, Which one? Them. Which one? Is it the guilty one? Uh, yeah, it was the one that burst out laughing. 
You're still friends with oh, the, the one that laughed. Well, that friendship okay. is about to change. Wait, hang on. <laughs> Sorry, I've just realised. And you're over there now and you don't have a microphone. But they would have both known this. that it had happened. Yeah. Which, whichever They're one did guilty. it, they were both in on it, right? They're both guilty. For, for association. Yeah, the other yeah. one watched the other one do it and did nothing. And delete him on Facebook. <laughs> oh, do it! Send us a screen grab! Yes! Social media, guys. Wow. Breaking up friendships. <laughs> Drunk women killing friends. Drunk <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys, this has been, uh, well, it's been frustrating, hasn't it? It's just been one of those. It's all been one big frustration Mate, that you paid it. 10 the pounds for. The governor did it. Um, the governor did it. Did it. He was, was a ghost was the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He was dead at the time. Back Hill, is there anything that you would like to plug? Plug. I'm, I'm here. I don't know why I said it like that. Plug. plug. Again, back to the pod. Yeah, plug um, from your pod. <laughs> Uh, she uh, means butt plugs, guys. If you haven't watched enough porn. <laughs> oh, oh my! Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> my chimney. I don't need any goblins in there. Um, <laughs> uh, I, look, I, I don't know what time people are listening to this. So, um, best bet is to find me on all social media, Beck Hill Comedian, or Be Chill Comedian. If you read it wrong. Hey! <laughs> All right, look out for Beck Hill. Yeah, be friends with me. I'm very friendly. <laughs> Beck Hill writes the jokes that men go on to use on television, <laughs> but one day she'll have her own show. Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Beck. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. 